Penelope Taylor here at your service. Your MTG whisper, whispering at the top of my lungs. I'm dropping Marjorie Taylor Green truth bombs like, well, like when Madison Cawthorn drops his trousers dry humping his cousin slash best guy friend. Here's what I have to say. I mean, two shootings on July 4th, one in a rich white neighborhood and the other at a fireworks display. Almost sounds like it's designed to persuade Republicans to go along with more gun control. Did you hear that? It almost sounds like it's designed to persuade Republicans to go along with more gun control. Yeah, that. Persuade Republicans to go along with more gun control. Those fuckers are trying to turn us against our precious 2A. Only thing more sacred to me and Marge than the Second Amendment is our devotion to the universal abolishment of drag queen story time. Which uh, I dutifully reported upon in episode two of my podcast, Thorn in the USA. And now, yet another wisdom bomb from M to the T to the G. Go! Remember, we didn't see that happen at all the pride parades in the month of June, but as soon as we hit... MAGA month, as soon as we hit the month that we're all celebrating, loving our country, we have shootings on July 4th. I mean, that's, oh, you know, that would sound like a conspiracy theory, right? Of course. Um, I'm just going to leave that right there as is straight from the goddamn horse's mouth. Marjorie Taylor Greene. That would sound like a conspiracy theory, right? Next thing you know, the leftist garbage media hacks are going to be saying that MTG is spreading conspiracy theories about how the July 4th shootings were designed to persuade Republicans to go along with more gun control. You know who else the lamestream media fragrantly misrepresents? Only the smartest, most level-headed, thoughtful, kind-hearted, introspective man on TV. My manly man crush, Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson. Here he is, showing a level of empathy you have literally never seen in the mainstream media. His kind and gentle nature sympathizes with all those poor little white boys with itchy trigger fingers who are beaten down by the bitches in their lives. They know that their lives will not be better than their parents. Yeah. They'll be worse. That's all but guaranteed. They know that. They're not that stupid. They're not that stupid. And yet the authorities in their lives, mostly women. Mostly women. Never stops lecturing them about their so-called privilege. You're male. You're privileged. You're male. You're privileged. Imagine that. Try to imagine an unhealthier, unhappier life than that. So a lot of young men in America are going nuts. Are you surprised? Hells no, I'm not surprised, Tucker. Hell to the no. And you know why I'm not surprised? Goddamn anti-life feminists are responsible. Remember back when Rush Limbaugh, one of ours, won the Presidential Medal of Freedom? And he called those bitches feminazis. (laughs) I laughed so hard. I nearly sharted. When I heard that for the first time, am I right? It's those feminazis who never stop lecturing white men about this mythical privilege they speak of. 
Tucker has a legit grudge against him because their bitter rhetoric caused his left testicle to shrivel up and retreat back into his abdomen. Listen to me, girls. As long as you so-called progressive and educated women continue to assert your feminine power, there are only two dire outcomes the way I see it. Number one, and probably the most obvious, mass shootings will continue to escalate in this country. And number two, Tucker Carlson will fully transition into a person with a vagina. And I'll have to rethink my crush on him. He is pretty, though, isn't he? I don't know about you, but I miss the bow-tied Tucker. He just looks so, so manly in his little bow tie. But I'll say it out loud. He sure would make a pretty woman. Might even change my stance on bumping muffins if that happened. <laughs> you know, while we're on the topic of the 2A... I'd like to give a very special thorn in the USA shout out to my girl, Lauren Bobo Bobert. I know, I know, there are rumors. MTG is not a big fan of the Bobo, and Bobo's not a big fan of March. But sometimes we gotta overcome petty disagreements and choose to take the high road. And I have it on good intel that there is credence to this rumor. Between you and me, I think Bobo is afraid that Marjorie will steal her thunder. And Marjorie is afraid that Bobo will steal her thunder. Because they have very, very similar ways of thinking and being in the world. Just the other day, California Demwit Eric Fang Fang Swalwell suggested that you could draw a straight line from the July 4th murders to Bobo. He posted a picture of Bo looking all tough fondling the impressive shaft on an AR-15, and he juxtaposed that piece of art with the photo of that mentally ill boy who killed all those people. In response, Bobo tweeted, and I quote, When will Democrats condemn his dangerous rhetoric? End quote. I'll tell you what, Bobo, they never will. Everyone knows that Swalwell was compromised by a Chinese spy Fang Fang in 2015. Just because he did the right thing and immediately cut off all ties with her, it doesn't mean we don't hate him. <gasps> oh, dear Lord. I did it again. Cleanse the festering hate! Amy. Anywho, I'll be honest with you. I just don't get why the libtards like to paint our side as violent. We are not the violent ones. I see you, Antifa. We saw what you did. We got your number. And to this day, we mourn the loss of Portland, Oregon. Do not believe what the fake news tells you. I hear on more good intel that three quarters of downtown Portland is still uninhabitable. Smoldering from when the Antifa set their police station ablaze. Talk about an insurrection. Our people were just giving them their just desserts on January 6th. Because they, and I repeat, they, are the violent ones. Just because our side loves to take family pictures on Jesus' birthday while we're brandishing weapons of mass destruction does not mean we are the violent ones. Goddamn! There's nothing more heartwarming when you see a toddler posing with a semi-automatic rifle. 
makes my ovaries pucker in pride that we're raising the next generation. Right. You know, just because we like to put people like Kyle Rittenhouse on a pedestal after he plowed down innocent American lives in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year, does not mean we are the violent ones. And just because we recognize there are good people on both sides of the fight between good and evil does not mean we are the violent ones. In fact, I got receipts. I'll give you a perfect example. Here's Cousin Match being questioned in April by attorney Andrew Salee, representing the voters in Georgia who were challenging Madge's candidacy at her bogus hearing. I just want to ask a narrow question, Representative Green. Did you say, referring to Speaker Pelosi, she's a traitor to our country, she's guilty of treason, she took an oath to protect the American citizens, she gives aid and comfort to our enemies who illegally invade our land, that's what treason is, and our law representatives and senators can be kicked out and no longer serve in our government. And it's uh, a crime punishable by death is what treason is. Nancy Pelosi is guilty of treason. Did you say those words? I don't recall saying all of this. Okay. You hear that? Pencil neck Adam Schiff and low Poland Liz Cheney. Asked and answered. MTG does not. Remember whether she asked for the capital punishment of the Speaker of the House? Proof that she is not the violent one. And simply because she liked a Twitter post that advocated a bullet to the head of Nancy Pelosi doesn't mean she wrote the post. She just liked it. That's all. There's a goddamn difference. But perhaps it's too nuanced for the Neanderthals on the left. God damn, running against the clock again. So much to talk about in so little time. It's funny, Madison Cawthorn, or Thorny as I call him, likes to kid around with me and tells me not to quit my day job. <laughs> but Thorny, you were wrong in this instance. I think I'm really finding a groove here with this podcasting thing. <laughs> you know, speaking of Thorny, I gotta say, I don't think we adequately took the time to mourn the loss of Madison Cawthorn from Congress come this November. He was such a shining star in the GOP. The face and really, along with Marjorie, the heart and soul of the GOP. You ever see that badass video where Thorny, he was punching a dead tree? He was smacking it, right hook, left hook, just knocking the bark off of that tree like like it was nothing. Oh, oh, and did you see those funny pictures where he dressed up like a lady? <laughs> Libtards tried to imply that he dressed in drag to soil his impeccable reputation. But we all know it was just a good old boy fun. Oh, oh God, look, I forgot this one. Oh God, did you ever see him in that video where he's buck naked, dry humping his male cousin? I mentioned it at the top of my pod. Goddamn funny as hell to see him climbing over the covers, his little legs flap, flap, flapping in the air, all the while his bare ass pointing to heaven. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I think I tingled a little. But in all seriousness, what the fuck was with his ass? Anybody? Anybody? Like he had a brown tail or just a real effed up wipe? Thorny, 
just between you and me, patriot to patriot, one word, Metamucil. A vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene is a vote to look the other way when bad shit happens. A vote for MTG is a vote that proves you are more committed to the Second Amendment than you are to the welfare of children everywhere. A vote for Madge is a a vote that all white men are created equal, just as the founding daddies recognized oh so long ago. Until next week, fellow patriots, keep your guns cocked and your doors locked. Antifa is real, and they're coming for us! This podcast, Thorn in the USA, is brought to you by a group of concerned citizens who hold these truths to be self-evident. Women's rights are human rights. Fox News is an existential threat to our democracy. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is a national embarrassment. If you agree and you enjoyed the show, please consider investing your support behind Marcus Flowers and the campaign to defeat Marjorie Taylor Greene in November. Thank you. Hi, me, Margaret Penelope. You know, I'm thinking about going by just Penelope. I like it. It says podcast host to me. (gasps) And speaking of host, Tucker Woodjams Carlson. Tuck, I love it so much when you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's so manly, (laughs) so strong, (laughs) like it's fueled by pure testosterone. (laughs) When you giggle all like that, it makes me crazy. Crazy like the Chattahoochee in tornado season. Drip. Drip.